is a Canadian actor and musician. He began his career as a child star on the Disney Channel's The Mickey Mouse Club and went on to appear in other family entertainment programmes including Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps. His first starring film role was as a Jewish neo-Nazi in The Believer and he went on to star in several independent films including Murder by Numbers, The Slaughter Rule and The United States of Leland. Uh... I'm joined by my uh, darling wife, the the baby swan to my, I don't know, I was going for a gosling thing, but no. it didn't really work out. No. Um, how are you? Fantastic. Are you excited? Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, it is currently the day after Ryan Gosling's birthday. Ugh. We were trying to do this on Ryan Gosling's birthday, but you know what? Life happened. Life got in the way. Life just got in the way. Can't say that we don't live it up. No. We'd, it's difficult to fit in a podcast around the timetable and uh, lascivious habits of an international rock star, which is, you know, of course what we are. Yep. Um, but we are celebrating the birthday of Mr. Ryan Gosling. A yes. day late, sure, fine. Better late than never. Better late than never. By uh, detailing Ryan Gosling's gold, silver, bronze films. Now, it's been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah. I can't remember the last gold, silver, bronze that we've done. Me neither. Um, so, as a bit of a catch-up for anybody new who's listening, which will be nobody... But no, still, somebody. somebody, hey, somebody, this is for you, pal or gal. Um, Gold Silver Bronze is essentially, as the jingle will state, you'll hear the jingle in, uh, in a little bit and it will blow your genitals off, as most of my jingles do. Um, it's essentially just uh, a top three. What's your uh, top three films within a certain criteria? Um I we have done uh, genre films. I think uh, with my good friend James, we did a uh, rom com uh, top three, which mm-hmm. was dealer's choice, and I was as surprised as anybody. But it was a thoroughly enjoyable time I had by all. Um, but mostly, it's uh, actors yes. and actresses. What are your favourite three films? Start featuring that. It's not actor. their performance. It's right? not the best performance. Their um, best performance. It's no. just your favourite films that they happen to be in. Yes, yeah. uh, and and feature in prominently. Yeah, you couldn't you know have say Matt Damon and say that one of his best films is Thor Ragnarok because that is very much a cameo and would not be allowed. Sure. Um, so uh, are you ready, Tiffany B? 
Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on on the edge of your seat? Are you ready for this? Yes. Cool, let's have the jingle then. What a jingle. Gosh. Gosh. Um, so, Ryan Gosling films. Should I start or shall you start? You shall start. I shall start. My, br- and this will be spoiler free. Oh. To the, to the, the largest degree that we can. Oh, okay. There may be minor bits and pieces, but all, also all of these are kind of, you know. Old. Yeah. They've been out. So, it's, you know, if you haven't seen deal any of these it. films, it's fine. But also deal with it. But it's fine. But, but it's fine because you don't have to deal with anything. But if you do have to deal with it, deal with it. Just deal with it. You know? Um, so my bronze um, is a little film from the year of our Lord, 2015, where Ryan Gosling portrayed the character Jared Vennett um, in a film called The Big Short. Hmm. There was a there was a knowing nod there. Were you anticipating this? No, I wasn't. Oh. That was a surprise nod. Oh wow! This was a ooh ooh gosh nod. The Big Short. Go on is, then. Why? Tell us. Well, The Big Short is a film about the two thousand and eight housing crisis in the United States. Yeah. Which, as pitches go for films, is not the most tantalising, um, and it has a really really difficult job. I think of making something that is a dry as a bone. Yeah, not particularly kind of exciting and B very complicated. Yeah. Um, and getting an audience to understand it. Now it does a, a huge amount of different things to, to make that happen and to to kind of explain certain things. A lot of it will kind of break the fourth wall and just talk directly to you to explain certain important terms that you'll need to understand to kind of get where the plot's going. Um, and the, the, the directorial style directed by um, Adam McKay who uh, is most well known I'd, I'd imagine for directing uh, Anchorman so this is a kind of a big departure from that mm. um, yeah employs lots of different things to kind of keep it fun keep it exciting keep it yeah. um, fast paced um, and does an amazing job Gosling is very good in it as much as this isn't best Gosling performance he is very good in it kind of a slimy but kind of I don't know you, you're drawn to him charismatic yeah because essentially him like the, the good guys in the big short are people who are essentially trying to profit from the housing crisis trying to kind of see it coming on in the distance mm. And, you know, doing certain financial things so that they can make money when the housing crisis occurs, which is shitty. It's it means that, you know, millions of people lose their jobs, lose their homes, lose tons of money and they're making money. And so it needs to be quite a kind of charismatic person to still kind of have your sympathies. And I think all, you know, because there's uh, Ryan Gosling. There's Steve Carell and his little kind of band of whatevers. And he's quite kind of principled, even though he's a bit of an arse. Mm. He's quite kind of principled. 
Um, you've got the kind of two younger guys who are just trying to get into it and they have that kind of um, naivete mm. which I think makes them endearing um, Brad Pitt's in it as a kind of you know he's kind of left all that life behind so he's just trying to help out a couple of friends so they do a good job at making you kind of empathise with these people and want to see these people succeed even though what they're trying to succeed at is not particularly mm. nice necessarily but why did you like it? You're telling us what it is, but not why you liked it. Um, because I think it is the, the because it is a story. Top, it's kind of several stories, several kind of storylines running simultaneously, um, and I think those can be uh, in a kind of love actually ish kind of way. Mm. Just kind of. I don't know it's it's a little bit kind of you don't care about it as much because you're you know you're only getting the brief briefer kind of interactions with the characters but this does a really good job I think that the thing that stood out most for me was um how it was directed mm. um and yeah the difficult job that that had and the fact that I think it did it very well you kind of you don't really understand it entirely but you understand enough of it in order to get on board with it and understand what the stakes are, mm. what they're trying to do and why they're trying to do it. Um, and yeah, even though the, you know, your good guys aren't necessarily the goodest of guys on the, on the spectrum, it does a good job also by making the people that they interact with the, you know, so-called bad guys in the situation, so arseholish and so mm. odious that even just the fact that, well, this, Ryan Gosling isn't that guy, so I'm going to, you know, mm. cheer for Ryan Gosling in this. Um, yeah, I think the film does a really, really good job. It goes along at such a kind of pace um, with the kind of directorial flourishes and the way it's edited together. There's lots of kind of B-roll-y kind of stuff going on whilst the story's being told. And, um, yeah, it just feels like a, a, a very... It, well, I felt when I watched it like a very different... Mm. experience of watching a film yeah um and a, a very enjoyable one and obviously you know everybody knows what the ending is yeah that there was a housing crisis and it was terrible and nobody you know none of the people who are responsible for it were punished for it yeah which is an awful kind of bleak ending but um it makes the the run up to that so kind of entertaining um that and then interesting as well. Yeah. Because you don't, you know, you didn't have any idea of, oh, there's a housing crisis. How did that come mm -hmm. about? You just yeah. don't know. So it's interesting to see the kind of bit of the inner workings of it. And um, yeah, the way that the story is told is uh, is very interesting. And Ryan Gosling's very good on it in, in a kind of, yeah, kind of sleazy kind of way, fast talking kind of mm. guy. Yeah. So yeah, Tiffany B, what's Thanks your bronze? Um, my bronze is um, the. <laughs> There's three films to remember, sweetheart. Come on. The Nice Guys. The Nice Guys. Nice Guys. <laughs> um, What's The Nice Guys, babe? It's a film. Oh, yeah. About. I actually feel like I don't really remember the plot very well. Yeah. Um, but it's Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe, mm -hmm. and they both kind of get caught in this kind of 
I don't know, what would you call it? Like, not mystery, but... It's like a missing person's like case, a, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can't exactly remember how or why they are together. Mm. But, so he's a... Ryan Gosling plays a bit of a kind of loser. He's a bit of a drunk. Private detective. Yeah, his daughter... He has a daughter. Um, but he's all a bit kind of... A bit of a loser, a bit all over the place, a bit of a drunk, and um, R- Russell Crowe is also a private detective, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like a kind of an enforcer. He's a bit of a just yeah. a heavy. Oh yeah, because kind of. there's yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, it's kind of I don't know. I feel like it doesn't really matter that much what it's about, but it's it's enjoyable to watch. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, running through it. Yeah, and I think both Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling are really good at their respective parts. Mm-hmm. I think they play them very well. Um, I think Ryan Gosling in particular is very funny. Yeah. He kind of has these funny little remarks and these funny things, you know. Mm. Um, he plays, leans into that kind of losery yeah. role um, pretty heavily and it's quite effective. Mm. Um yeah, and the the kind of the story, the crime, and the people, the web of people that they kind of get themselves into is interesting. Mm-hmm. Keeps it going, and um, and I really like that. There's the the daughter has um like really got her shit together, and is yeah. kind of dragging her dad around, and you know, sort of a semi kind of heroine towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so I think it's it's interesting. It's kind of set in a 70s kind of vibe, Mm -hmm. a bit different. Um, It's pretty funny and it's, yeah, very easy to watch. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is my silver. So this is a dovetail together right nicely. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is an amazing film. An amazing Um, film. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I think, yeah, it is... I, I agree with everything that you said. I think a lot of the the joy of the film comes from uh, a film that kind of hits a lot of the kind of tropes of private detective kind of things and like yeah. low level crime stuff. And there's like the, the um, there's like porn stars in it in in terms of like the the plot, not actual yeah. porn stars in it, because that would make a film terrible. But um, yeah, it's all a bit sleazy and a bit, yeah. and so you kind of you get the tropes of what that is, but then to see people like you say going about the same kind of things but badly, yeah. like not not succeeding in everything that they attempt to do. Yeah, I think there's something immediately endearing about characters like that that aren't quite yeah. as good as you've seen other characters, other similar characters be. Yeah, um, and I think that's kind of a trademark. So it's uh, written and directed by Shane Black who uh, it's uh, Lethal Weapon I think he's done um, yeah Lethal Weapon and it's sequel Last Action Hero Long Kiss Goodnight uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Iron Man 3 which again one of the big joys from Iron Man 3 are the moments where things don't go right mm. Things moments where you think things should go right but they don't go right and that plays a, a big part in this as well um, and yeah, I think Gosling is very good. I think because he's a 
I mean, you're not a big fan of uh, his looks. No. You're not drawn in by the Gosling charm. Not, no. But lots of people are. Mm. And therefore, I think it's... I imagine for him, he must get sent a lot of scripts where he's the kind of the good-looking hero guy. Mm. And so I think it's a, a, it speaks to his uh, choices in terms of the films that he does and his aptitude or his acting skill that he's able to kind of be very... I think he's very good at being the kind of straight-faced... Yeah. Almost being the straight man. Yeah. I, I think he, he is very, very funny in those kind of roles. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I think this is one of them. And I think, yeah, the daughter is really good in it. Mm. She's like, I don't know, 12, 13 or something. Yeah. And she's not obnoxious. No. She's just good. Yeah. Um, and I remember being very pleasantly surprised by that because I have a very low tolerance for obnoxious stage schooly kind of kids. Um, uh, yeah, and I, yeah, I remember going to see this and afterwards thinking, oh, that's like a that's, that's a solid kind of four-star film. Mm. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, I don't know what I'd change about it. Yeah. I don't so know what I wish five. was better. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it's a, it's a five-star for me. I think it's um, really, really enjoyable. Like you say, the, the plot's kind of a little bit convoluted. Yeah. But it's one of those films that it doesn't matter. Yeah, like what you can't really to, remember exactly what the plot is. It's just two characters yeah. kind of going th- in that kind of detective kind of thing of like they're just going from plot device um, to plot yeah. device. But if it's interesting along the way, then you don't, you know, you don't care. The kind of Big Lebowski kind of way of like, well, what's yeah. the actual plot about? It doesn't matter. Think, it's like, yeah. he's funny, this yeah. is funny. Each individual scene, you yeah. know what the basic premise is and you kind of yeah, yeah. work through it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my silver. Oh. Silver. Okay, well my silver is um, Lars and the Real Girl. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, yeah, we watched this not so long ago, really. No, um, it was a is it a Netflix or? I think so. Yeah. It's a really kind of strange film, I think. Yes. A very unique film. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen anything like it, and it's very like. I don't know. It's kind of hard to read, like when you think about what the plot is, and especially towards the beginning, in terms of the tone, you're like, "What kind of film is this? Like, mm. what is this we're watching?" So, yeah, it's about him, him Ryan Gosling, who plays I can't remember the guy's name, but Lars. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lars, that's his name. He does not play the real girl, he plays Lars. Lars. His name is Lars. The clue's in the title. <laughs> Silly sausage. Uh, um, <laughs> and anyway, he, Lars, Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. um, is, you know, like a bit awkward, socially awkward. He avoid, seems to avoid... Um, you know, any kind of social interaction with people. Mm -hmm. Um, In particular, his brother and his sister-in-law who live nearby and Mm -hmm. she constantly tries to, like, invite him around and tries to spend time with him and he's entirely uninterested and seems very awkward and quiet and um, wants to be left alone. Um, And anyway, so he buys this doll, Mm -hmm. this human... One like, of these, like, sex doll... Yeah, mannequin But, like, the really... Doll things. Realistic ones. Yeah. Um, and comes to, 
you know, believes she's real. Yeah. And treats her like a girlfriend. And mm. there's, yeah. And then, I don't know, it's a very sweet film because the whole, like, neighbourhood, like, village or whatever, all buy into it and pretend that she is real. Because yeah. they sense somehow that he needs that. That, mm. that he, yeah, without spoiling the ending. It's just, it's very... It's it's a very interesting film. I think it's a very interesting premise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very sweet because yeah. you have, like I say, this this village or this town full of people who, who, uh, you know, go along with something that's pretty crazy and that would be very easy to poke fun at and yeah. to laugh at and to dismiss as madness. Um, yeah, and I think it's also very funny because it's like there's some great moments where he's like, you know, commenting about her or arguing with her. Yeah. There's some great, like, really funny things when he's like arguing with her and she's obviously just a doll. Yeah. And yeah, and like him trying to like take her around to dinner with his brother and like it's just kind of madness. So I think it has a really nice, it walks a line, a very nice line between funny um like humorous and heartfelt yeah um and i think it does a good job of, of yeah making you kind of buy into it and be like yeah why not if yeah let's have a doll for a girlfriend why not um yeah and i think it's it's interesting and i think it has an interesting kind of um message because it is very much like well, if you just accept people, they they ultimately do better in the long run. Yeah. You know, if you just like, okay, fine, whatever, sure. Um, you know, it's really good for that person to feel accepted and included, and mm. he definitely kind of grows to to you know to find his place in the world. Yeah. To feel a bit more a part of the community and stuff. So I think. I think it's very sweet, very interesting, um, very unique, and then also very funny with mm. him kind of, yeah, straight down the line, but like ridiculous things yeah. um, going on. So, yeah. Nice. That's my silver. I think you're aware that this is my gold. I suspect you it. Strongly suspect You guessed. You guessed. Yes. Um, yeah. And um, for, for, for the reasons that, that you've given, it's the premise of it, like man falls in love with sex doll. Yeah. Is you're kind of like, okay, so I know what kind of film we're getting here. It's like a super quirky, yeah. super weird kind of indie comedy that where there's, yeah, just going to be lots of like awkward situations where people have to deal with this man who's clearly insane. Yeah. Um, and you go in and there, like, as you say, there's lots of comedy to add to be had in the beginning with, with the kind of the awkwardness of it all and um, yeah his brother and yeah his brother's uh, wife and how they kind of deal with it initially um, but then yeah the, the thing that really um, sold me on the film was yeah how, how sweet it is yeah. you just don't expect that at all no. with the kind of film that it kind of sets itself up to be um and like by the end I was just in like floods of tears yeah because it's just so sweet and so nice and I think I think I mean it's almost bad that we're kind of spoiling it but 
I think it was the fact that I just wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah. I was expecting a certain type of experience. Yeah. And then this kind of emotional sucker punch comes yeah. in with like his relationship with the village and his, you know, some of the things that he's gone through and his relationship with his brother. Yeah. There's like one scene in it that just, I was absolutely in pieces with it. So, so nicely done. Um, and a, yeah, a lovely performance by Paul Schneider of, um, Parks and Recreation fame. Yeah. He's um, really funny at the beginning as well when he's like, what the fuck is this? He's, yeah, he's like, very I good at that. I can't deal with this. Yeah. This is insane. He's, yeah, he, he, he gets good stuff of that in Parks and Rec. And yeah. he does a lot of good work with that in, yeah. in this as well, of being the normal person yeah. in an extraordinary like situation. Like giving him a voice to everybody's like thoughts, which yeah. is, huh? That kind of Jason Bateman-y kind of... Yeah. Like, I'm the normal person in the sea of weed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought this was a, it was a real surprise. Um, a real, um, one of the most kind of unconventional, unconventionally sweet films that I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it really, yeah, it really, uh, it really touched me. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very sweet. I agree. And very unique. Like, I can't think of another example of a mm. film that's like that. Because you'll um, have ones going kind of either way of that. Yeah. But it's very rare that you'll get that kind of weirdness with the sweetness. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. Mm. Hats off to Craig Gillespie, the director, and Nancy Oliver, the writer. Yeah. Well done to them for, for crafting a, a wonderful film. Mm. That is my favourite film. Starring Ryan Thomas Gosling. Um, before we get to your gold, yeah, do you have any um, honourable mentions at all? Were there any that you kind of almost made the list for you? Uh, yes, I can't remember them though. <laughs> um, I was there were a few that I was looking at. What well, about for you? Do you have any? Well, I think for me, generally with, with Gosling, you know, he hasn't been in that many films, no, but the not. relative standard of them is really good. Yeah, that's true. Like he, he, although I haven't seen them all, but yeah, yeah, the ones that the ones that we've seen, he's yeah, um, yeah, he knows how to pick good films. Yeah, he picks interesting, different films. Yeah, um, like yeah, that what's it called? All good things, all good things that I watched. Yeah recently um you know not my favorite but um different a different mm -hmm. kind of character for him yeah um the half nelson one which yeah we, we watched, watched that the other night that um, was really good i did really like that actually as yeah. well um yeah and again i mean a little bit of samey kind of down and out kind of guy yeah but it was a bit more of a drama a bit more yeah. serious a bit more like impactful mm -hmm. um so yeah, I think he does, you know, and La La Land, kind of something different. Um, there's quite a few in his back catalogue that I haven't seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, um, there are some gaps in my knowledge, I think. Uh, like I haven't seen Notebook, The no. Notebook. I haven't seen The Place Beyond the Pines. No. Um, yeah, so a couple of things that he's been in Blade Runner we have seen but yeah it wasn't wasn't my favorite no I thought yeah I thought it was I thought it was good I thought there were some really 
good aspects to it, but overall it didn't mm. really match up. Um, and then in terms of, uh, I kind of put the, the call out of asking people what their favourite Ryan Gosling film was. Yeah. Um, and we only got two responses. Yeah. Um, which is great. Um, but uh, Jen said Lars and the Real Girl. Uh-huh. So she wins. Um, uh, my girlfriend Aaron, um, LA Aaron, said uh, Crazy Stupid Love, which is another one. Mm. Uh, that's cropped up so um, yeah people with uh, diverse opinions on yeah. Mr. Gosling's films and he's uh, yeah done a lot of uh, a lot of good ones but main event time mm. Tiffany B what's your gold? well I have to agree with Aaron uh oh and say crazy stupid love crazy stupid love um yeah, and I think we, we talked about this, which is why I wanted to clarify with you <laughs> the you know the nature of this gold, silver, bronze because I don't I certainly don't think this is like his best performance. No. He, he plays a somewhat basic character, you know. Yeah. You know he's charming, um, and cool. Yeah, the hero of the thing. Mm. Um, yeah. And so I don't, you know, I wouldn't put it as a notable performance by him at all. But I do really like the film. It's very, yeah. very easy to watch. Um, I really like Steve Carell in it. Um, yeah. I think it's difficult he's not just, to like Steve yeah, Carell. He's, he's really, just really, really likeable and really funny. Mm. Um, just very watchable. Uh, Shout out to my trailer of the week this week, which oh. is uh, Last Flag Flying. Yeah, uh, which Steve Carell is in, and yeah, in the trailer, just, just it's, like you say, he's just got that kind of charisma. You just yeah. want to watch him. Yeah, just feels very real. Yeah, um, yeah, and in this, he's he's kind of playing a kind of like his forty-year-old virgin type character yeah. uh, at the beginning, um, and I don't know. There's just something fun about it. It's very silly. Um, yeah, kind of you know, fish out of water type of thing, him mm-hmm. trying to get back on the market and, yeah. you know, with women and stuff, like, figuring it all out. Um, yeah, but I don't know. It's really, like, easy to watch. Mm-hmm. You kind of, uh, you know, you get on board with him, you get behind him, mm-hmm. him being Steve Carell, and, the, and then you're kind of sidetracked by this other story with... Um, Emma Stone and mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Gosling. The Goz. Um, both of whom are very watchable, very yeah. charismatic, very um, Does, isn't enjoyable. Isn't his son involved in it? His son's got some kind of... The babysitter? The babysitter, yeah. His son falls in love with the babysitter. And oh, yeah, yeah. Her. Yeah, so there's all this kind of web of, like, confusion and, you know, people... Yeah, it's very interesting. Um yeah, and kind of silly is that at the end, you know, you suddenly realise they're all connected and yeah. it's all just, you know, and then they all learn the error of their ways <laughs> and whatever. But, um, yeah, I like it. It's just, yeah, it's about love in a kind of very, um, you know, rom com type of way. Mm. Uh, you know, everybody ends up happy and it's all tied mm. up nicely. But it's it's done well. It's done well enough that that kind of cheesy ending is acceptable mm. and enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and 
Yeah, it's the kind of thing I'd throw on, you know, mm. more than some of the others. Even though I really liked like Lars and the Real Girl, I just don't, I wouldn't watch it as often, you know, mm. um, as Crazy I, Stupid Love. I, I couldn't deal like. with it emotionally, personally. Well, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a very good um, film. It's, I think there's so many uh, very average. Romantic comedies. Yeah, it's a it's a a genre of film that is kind of dominated by mediocrity. Yeah, and which is and when I say mediocre, I I you know, I mean it's an insult to a degree, but it's like it's fine. They're not bad films. Yeah, at all. yeah, they're watchable. They're watchable, and they're, yeah. and but you get films like Crazy Stupid Love, and you get films like Five Hundred Days of Summer, and you you know certain other ones like that. Yeah, that don't really do anything. I mean, 500 Days of Summer does, does yeah. different bits and pieces, but generally speaking, it's the familiar beats that you're expecting and you kind of know where it's going. Yeah. But there's just certain romantic comedies that are just really good. Yeah, just do it well. It's the, it's, it's the stuff that you expect, but done really, really well yeah. by people who are very good at what they do. Um, and it really... it's Yeah, it's good that they're out there because otherwise you'd kind of convince yourself that rom-coms can only be yeah. so good. Yeah. But then a film like this comes out and you're like, oh, God, no, yeah. Mm, they, it when, when it all works, yeah, it's really, really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my, my gold because I think it's really enjoyable. Mm. It's, um, yeah, a very good example of its genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would absolutely watch it again. Nice. And interestingly, fact fans... Uh, Steve Carell's character's son in the film is played by an actor called Jonah Bobo. So there we go. Um, Tiffany B, thank you. You're welcome. For for joining me. That was was tremendous. And dear listener, thank you for for, uh, listening. Um, What's your favourite Ryan Gosling film? We'd love to hear. We'd love to... We would love it. we, We would nothing... Nothing would please me more. Um, you can comment if you listen, if you got the link through Facebook or um, on the website, or just send me an email, DanielSwan41 at gmail.com. Um, so that was our gold, silver, bronze for Ryan Gosling. Go and watch all of those films. Uh, and what did we learn? We've learned that if a film has a character's name in the title, chances are. The lead character in that film probably got the same name. One of those weird. You just don't know that, though. It's don't. one of those weird no, coincidences. One of those don't weird. Don't get too comfortable, I'd say. Coincidence. Just question everything. Because then every so often, someone <laughs> will come up and bite you in the arse. It yeah. will bite you in the arse. Uh, but yeah, happy birthday for yesterday, Ryan Gosling, if you're listening. Sure. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> uh, we'll catch you next time for. Justice League, baby. Ah. Is it going to be great? Is it going to be a dog shit? Find out next time. Cheers!